Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I'm Martin Wilsh, your host. Look who's here in the flesh. Yes, yes. we're in Washington, D.C. and met for the first time. Uh, welcome everyone. Uh, thank you for being here. And uh, let's see, I just want to get the blog this week out of the way because that was uh, by Charles Lear as, as usual. Leonard Stringfield's status report at the 1978 MUFON Symposium. Uh, each week we have great blogs by Charles Lear. I hope you check that out. They're turned into audio blogs. So here I am in Washington, DC, and I'm at Chris's buddy's house. And uh, it's just been exciting. We got here, we had a lot of technical troubles. That's what I'm known the most for, is technical troubles. It's not, but, I, every, every single time I've had it. Like I spent the whole day trying to get these 300 euro uh, wireless microphones to work. And we got them to work last night. We spent like oh. three hours, and then today it didn't work right before. But we have your amazing this thing, like yeah, the Yeti, like, <laughs> and it made it through you it know the airport and everything. They didn't even think it was a you know what I can't even say the word, you know how you have to, can't use the B word in the airports. But anyway, yeah. yeah, they didn't even go through the bag. So I said, hey, I'm a podcaster, and anyway, uh, so we're here in Washington, and uh, Randy Nickerson's here. Also, I'm going to be meeting up with. Uh, hopefully with a lot of people while I'm here. And Chris and I are getting up early in the morning. Uh, we're both going to be there about 7 a.m. to the uh, Rayburn building, and they open the doors at 7.20. And uh, if you happen to be here, I know at least one person that thinks he's going to be flying in, uh, a listener. So it would be great to uh, meet up with you. And I'm not sure exactly how that will happen. We, we don't really know how things are going to, like, I mean, there's no like seating out in the hallways or anything. No, right? it's just these, they are wide hallways. Uh, you go yeah. through security, right? The, it's the horseshoe visitor entrance if you are going to go. So, um, yeah, it's the visitor entrance to the Rayburn building. It's right next to the Capitol. These giant, you know, six story office buildings made out of granite, you know, yeah. feels solid. Yeah. Very big hallways with no chairs. So I think we'll just be waiting outside the door for a few hours. But right. I think it'll be very fun. You know, if you met, if you showed up early at certain events or, yep. you know, like buying a new, you know, when the Apple, when the iPhones were huge, I I think it should be an exciting Or the you know, Beanie atmosphere. Baby line. Don't forget the Beanie Baby line. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, we're going to get a good start on that. And uh, so Randy Nickerson, Randall Nickerson from uh, the fame people know him from, you know, the Ariel phenomenon, that beautiful movie you made. But anyway, I just took a couple pictures when I landed here. And right now, as the crow flies, Chris, how far are we from the Capitol? About a mile? I think it's one mile. About a mile or so. So, and just a couple of pictures. This is where it's going to be. Now, Randall Nickerson sent me these pictures today. He went into the building itself. And uh, this is okay. Rand that is Randall the hearing. Nickerson. Oh, yeah. I couldn't get in. Like, uh, how do you get in he there? He broke in. He broke in. I, to yeah. be honest, I didn't try and actually open the door. To be fair, oh, like to see if yeah. it was locked. I, Here's the outside of the door, right there. That's it. Yep. yep. Twenty-one fifty-four. I have a picture as well. And look at this picture. I love this picture right here. Nice. These are three seats in the front reserved for the witnesses. How big is the room? Can you can you tell? Does he have other? Uh, you know, this is the only picture I have right here of the that room. One. So we can't really tell the seating, but um, if you didn't go in, that's only the picture. The, the only pictures that I got out of it. So I don't really, I really don't know that. Man, I hope we get for in sure. So I'm um, looking for. Let's see. So we are. We're just going to be talking here and talking about what we may expect. Um, you know, to happen, the things that we're uh, going to come through on Chris's uh, YouTube channel i suggest you run over there he's got some great clips that he played on his channel we were just on that an hour or so ago or it started about an hour or so ago here and i'm going to let's see just pull up a couple of things because uh david brush today uh entered it's in it's on the uh, government website basically it's his statement now what 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 type of statement would you call this uh what is his uh it was his official opening statement and also his closing statement were on that. That's not it. It didn't upload. But oh, yeah. yes, his opening and closing statement. And uh, Chris on his show read through the entire thing. You don't feel like doing that again, do you? It was pretty long, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't note any new information, you know. I guess um, it was it was just a very well articulated yes. statement of, of uh, basically what it, 
the main points of his argument is there's a global crash retrieval program. He's been supported by the inspector general of the intelligence community, has validated his claims. Yeah. Uh, he said that. He said uh, he he said he was reprised against. I was surprised. He said, as you know, he says in there, as you know, yeah. uh, I've had reprisals against me. And I know that and they've I, closed the yeah. security clearances. I don't, I'm curious, what were all the, the reprisals? Yeah, I would like to know that. I, I did ask Ralph Blumenthal, and I, I don't even know if he actually knows. And by the way, uh, Ralph is not here, um, but Leslie, uh, Leslie Kane is here, and she's going to be interviewing um, Anna Polina? Luna? Anna. You just call, I would Anna, call her Anna. Anna Luna. Yeah. She's going to, right after the hearing, she's going to be interviewing her in her office. And I just uh, communicated with Leslie about an hour ago, and that's what she's doing tomorrow. And hopefully okay. tomorrow we're going to be back at around at 4 p.m. sharp, actually, on here on the YouTube channel. And so when we're on there, hopefully we're going to have some clips of people that I'm going to uh, be able to interview uh, Leslie being one of them, going to try to meet up with her. I want to get people's opinions of how it went, because uh, we're very curious to know how it's going to go in general. You know, right. but here is uh, here is the uh, opening statement, and it's again, it's very very uh, detailed, and it, it I think it ate up a good fifteen minutes of the show. Was it that long? Yeah. <laughs> I hope it was good. I hope it was but, exciting. Uh, but I'm going to have this in the show notes, and that is right on the government website. So anyway, it's all exciting. We don't have any guests. It's just Chris and I here. Huh. So we are welcome. It says, welcoming. please read the statement again. Is that a joke? I don't... All right, it's I'll do it. Since time. you did it last time, <laughs> I'll do it this time. He's going to do it. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's an amazing statement. Yeah, I just have to find it here. Let me, yeah. <laughs> Backgrounds available. You, you asked, is there a horn in the F-16? There isn't actually... Uh, you signal to other people by rocking your wings, by using hand signals. That's how we transmit uh, without you get close to each other and you say, uh, you know, here's a fuel check, uh, 1.6, you know, So without communicating pound. on the radio, you actually have hand signals? Yeah, all the time. And yeah. how close can you, do you have to be? I mean, do you have to be near wingtip to wingtip to see the hand signals? Or? No, you, you can be within maybe 50 feet up to, up to probably 100 feet. You know, it's clear. You can just look over and see someone. And so, yeah, there's tons of hand signals because you don't want to use the radio. It gives away your position. You can say something stupid all the time. Well, I'm going to ask you just doing hand signals. Stupid. Is there anything like a walkie-talkie where you can do plane-to-plane -plane or not? Of course, yeah. You, we have multiple radios. You have three radios normally. But it's better if I can just talk to you in secret with hand signals. Uh, no one can intercept it, essentially. Uh. So it's a... It's a very secure way of communicating between fighters. We've since forever, we've fighters have communicated uh, with hand signals. You talk well, how to go to formations. You know, yeah. this, this is a close formation. I want everyone to come close or separate. You know, gas. You know, that's what pretty much all we do. This yeah. is the fuel check. Yeah, you go like this, <laughs> and then everybody looks at their fuel, and then you would say it's what the first number is. You know, one, two, three, four, five, and then six, seven, eight, nine. Wow. Because you're flying with one hand, you know, so you, you see 1.6. That's mean I have one 1.6 thousand you pounds do, of fuel. You do it by pounds. I know that. And um, yep. I, I was uh, told now I had a friend that went up in a, a fighter. Somehow he got a friend of somehow he got, I don't know how he did it. But it was at Pease Air Force Base in New Hampshire. And he was flying and he was saying he was hearing the fuel go tick, tick, tick. And that was per gallon or per pound. Or uh, the fuel flow. Yeah, you, if you go it's max, fast. if you go max afterburner down low, you, you'll yeah. hear it thin. It goes because it's going up to like fifty thousand pounds an hour or something. If you have max afterburner, you you run out of fuel in a few minutes. <laughs> How about that? You're just you're wow. pouring, pouring it out the back, so it's it's interesting. That's... And th what's also interesting, there's no key to an F-16, and there's no lock. So if you walk up to an F-16, you just flip open the canopy, jump in, and there's just a little tiny switch, not locked or anything, to start the jet. You can wow, literally just, can't wait. if everything's ready, yeah, that's I, your tip. Yeah. Jet wow. fuel starter. You just throw that over and then idle, idle with the main fuel. And that oh starts it. Yeah. And you just, all you have to do is just pull back, right? And then it goes up. Is that it? Basically. That's it. Yeah. That's it. All right. He's here again. He's yeah. blowing us away. Look at this. Thank you, Tim Taylor, man. Oh my God. We 50 got 15. US dollars. Okay. That's how much it is. Ooh, wow. <laughs> he hey, did the that's transition. Very nice to you. Thank you very much. That's very, very kind.
Very kind. Thank, Thank you. you. He says, um, get a decent bottle of wine to celebrate the good news tomorrow. Yeah, that's definitely a decent bottle of wine. All right. Thank you both. I wish I could be there with you. We will be with you in spirit. Be safe and have a wonderful time. All hail the lizard overlords. LOL. I Excellent. hope not. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again. Yeah. You guys made it possible, honestly. Now, my friend Dean in California, Dean Eliotto, who took over the show when I had my uh, surgery last year, uh, he sent me this funnel cloud over... Did you see there was supposed to be a funnel cloud over the Capitol today? I heard, was, actually I was out there, there was lightning. And yeah, yeah. I saw, our, I heard thunder and yeah. He was saying was it was surprised. a vortex for the aliens that are coming down. They start, they destroyed the building. They. Yeah. It's not gonna happen tomorrow, right? All right, so I'm gonna read this opening statement of David Grush. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Opening statement, Mr. Chairman, ranking members and congressmen. Thank you, I'm happy to be here. This is an important issue and I'm grateful for your time. My name is David Grush. I'm an intelligence officer. I was an intelligence officer for 14 years, both in the US Air Force at a rank of major and most recently from 2021 to 2023 at the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency at the GS-15 civilian level. That sounds pretty high. Interesting, John Ramirez said that uh, the NGO, right, is where he thinks all of the information on these, you know, the orbs flying out of the poles, if you remember that, the infrared system. Oh yeah. yeah. The National Geospatial, you know, I'd never heard of it actually, never, I heard of the NSA, we had to use ComSec, Com Security is the most secure form that, that I worked with. You, you definitely, you know, it, it's, it's highly secure, came out of the NSA. I had not even heard of the NGO, which apparently has all of the satellite data. So interesting, that's where Grush wow. came from. He came from the NGO. He was a part of the, the most secret organization. Uh, yeah. Wow, interesting. So uh, that last sentence at the national, uh, let's say at the agency at a GS-15 civilian level, which is the military equivalent of a full bird colonel. I was higher than me. Yeah, it's difficult to be become a colonel. You know, it's it's getting harder to become a lieutenant colonel. But um, going from lieutenant to colonel to colonel is a very difficult step. Is it? Uh, and yeah. he, he's a GS fifteen at a younger age. You know, I, I think going to colonel is normally like year sixteen or seventeen. Of, you know, if they're preparing you for general, maybe earlier than that. But but he's already ahead of the game, I guess. So he's he's considered a fast charger, I would say, based on his his speed to rank and where his jobs were. So, he, I mean, he was on the fast track. He, oh. So when he's giving up his career, he's giving up a very valuable career yeah. um, where he's on the fast track to general. I mean, he's on the leadership. Uh, so from I know we're right in the middle of reading this here, sure. but do, do you think that with his claims that most likely his career in general could be over? I mean, is he really risking a future in anything that he would need a clearance for, do you think? I, I I hope not. I think he's done everything correctly. Meaning, yeah, that's that's what everybody yeah. has been saying. Everything he's done, he's followed the steps yeah. exactly the way they're supposed to be followed. Yeah, I think so. if he's done it correctly, and and I believe mm -hmm. he's I I believe he is earnest and credible and correct in that uh, our rights have been trampled mm -hmm. by the, by governments, as governments have always trampled people's rights. You know, I th I think it's even we're just mm -hmm. learning about it. You know, it's just we're becoming aware of the reality that <laughs> there is very much censorship and very much control. Yeah. Much more than I thought possible, honestly, about the U.S. I, I you know, I would never assume we are 45th in the world in press freedoms. You know, I, I, I just couldn't have imagined, I guess. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. We're 45 uh, in the world uh, in press freedoms. Based on, that. yeah, and it's not like that's an off year. Actually, we were 48 a few years ago. So but we're just accepting that this. And, and I think it all comes back to what you said about the money. So we can't separate the money from the systems. They're, they're interrelated. So yeah. uh, the people at, are at the end of the whip, and they're just, they're going to lose out, I think. But we're learning about it now. I think we're learning more with this information age. Yeah. It's hopefully, yeah. Yeah. And then what is AI going to do to everything? That's all I'm thing. optimistic. Yeah, Are you? Are you? I am. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, yeah. All right. Well, uh, all right. So getting back to this, uh, we just began and we're at, he was at this GS 15 civilian level, which is a mil military equivalent of a full bird colonel. 
I was my agency's uh, co-lead in the Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena, UAP, and Transmedium Object Analysis, as well as reporting to UAP Task Force and eventually the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. That's AARO as we know today. I became a whistleblower through a PPD-19 urgent concern filing with the Intelligence Community Inspector General following concerning reports from multiple esteemed and credentialed current and former military and intelligence community individuals that the US government operating with secrecy above congressional oversight with regards to UAPs. My testimony is based on information I have been given by individuals with a longstanding track record of legitimacy and service to this country, many of whom also shared compelling evidence in the form of photography, official documentation, and classified oral testimony. I have taken every step I can to corroborate this evidence over a period of four years and do my due diligence on the individuals sharing it. And it is because of these steps that I believe I strongly, I believe strongly in the importance of bringing this information before you. I am driven by a commitment of truth and transparency, transparency rooted in our inherent duty to uphold the United States Constitution and protect the American people. I am asking Congress to hold our government to this standard and thoroughly investigate these claims. But as I stand here under oath now, I am speaking to the facts as I have been told them. In the U.S. Air Force, in my National Reconnaissance Office, NRO, reservist capacity, I was a member of the UAPTF form to, uh, from 2019. Oh, I see to 2021. I served in the NRO Operations Center on the director's briefing, and I have to open another page. Hang on, everyone. <laughs> and that is right here. Yeah, the National Reconnaissance Office. So they, they also, you know, that's that's all the space agencies, all the space information. So he was, you know, even as an F-16 pilot, I never interacted with space. Like I mentioned, <clears throat> ComSec comes from space tech. It was like a totally separate. It was so secret, mm. you know, that the, the space world and the fighter world is um, is separated. It seems like wow. And so he came from the most secret area, you know, like he should have had, and he was intelligence. And like he says in this, uh, in the statement, is he had the highest level access. You know, he had the highest level access, and he had never heard of this UAP stuff. You know, so it's secret wow. from the highest level access. Yeah, that's in our community in that's the NGOs. Important. The yeah. NROs, yep. Yeah, important. And it continues on uh, talking about the staff in which included the coordination of the presidential daily briefing and supporting contingencies operations. In 2019, the UAPTF director asked me to identify all special access programs and controlled access programs mm. we needed to satisfy our congressionally mandated mission. Do you want to break this apart as we're going or? Yeah, just... well, the SAPs, like you mentioned there is, and, and Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, she brought this up as well, is, is what they're looking for is these, there are special access programs, right? Which are limited access, meaning you already have a top secret clearance. We, you know, the, the government trusts you to, to handle top secret information, but you have to have a need to know to actually get access to that information. Mm -hmm. So this right. is where you could say, this is where they could make the argument that a temporary congressional member does not have a need to know for these high level, extremely high level weapons systems programs, right? They, uh, you know, someone who just was elected to Congress who let's say doesn't have that much, um, you know, there's not, not that many forms that they actually have to check. There's not that many background checks. So they get into Congress, you're not gonna give them the secrets to all of our nuclear codes. Yeah. Right immediately, yeah. and and so I I think that's what they use as a as a stop is special access programs is is where it would be hidden um, mm. is these SAPs. So that's yeah. what they mentioned is they yeah. the UAP task force was tasked with finding all the SAPs, and what he said is they did not find all the SAPs. Is that there were SAPs a special program that supposedly different people named right each each secret program has a name you know yeah. they name it whatever it is yeah. um, operation something project something program he so he says the program and he said it had a specific name and he mm -hmm. says when he when these people came up to him 
different people. So let's say different buildings, different areas. Remember, everything's compartmentalized. Hmm. And he said different people came up to him and they, they talked to him and they mentioned and named the program. So they named it to him. And so yeah. I think that code word, which he said he had never heard before, right, even though it was the top level NGO, NRO, you know, briefed the president about all of our secret satellite stuff. He had never heard of this program. Hmm. So that shows that this is a secret SAP, basically, yeah. Yeah. that has been held off, I believe, inside Department of Energy, you know, Air Force, somewhere under nuclear weapons is where I think it would probably be hidden. But wouldn't it still have like oversight in a situation like that or not? They should. And that's the issue with Admiral Wilson, right? That was the whole thing is Admiral Wilson's supposed job at the time was to maintain oversight of all of the SAPs, right? You need someone to maintain oversight, uh, uh, ideally. And so that was the thing is his job was to maintain oversight of all of the SAPs. And so when he called, uh, allegedly, right, and says, I want to see this program, they say no. And we don't let, we can't let you in the door. Mm. But his job is literally oversight of the SAPs at that point. So that's why it was a big deal for for him. And he brought it up like, yeah, not even he may not even care about chances are he doesn't. Right? I think if you get to that position, there is some psychopathic part of your personality, like whatever it is, <laughs> like there's so much pain yeah. getting you either have to be a saint, like a literal saint, because so many lie. you you're going to watch so many lives just get destroyed in the manner of just that's what happens to lives, especially when you're leading thousands of people in a very dangerous combat environment. Hmm. You're going to have people that die, injured, everything. Um, and, and so if you have a, a golden heart, you have to have a really big golden heart to cover all that. Because if you care, I was a leader. And if you care at all, it is very, very, very difficult because the system is people are, things are going to get broken and people are going to get mad. And if you care, it's really just drags your whole life down. Right. Yeah. But if you're a, yeah. kind of a psychopath and you're, you can say, I'm here to help you, but you don't really care that it doesn't matter. And you can just continue on the top, on the way to the top. You know, I could just not take it anymore, watching the bureaucratic process just crush people. Um, so what I found is, when I, in my own career, was two, that you either had, it was a one or a zero for a general, an Air Force general. They were either amazing, like really, you meet these people and you're like, man, this guy is just unbelievable, amazing leader, died for the country and me, for sure. And then it was like a polar opposite. So half the time, it was just a tyrant, literally, like the guy... You make the whole base do push-ups, you know, and he's yeah. just a liar and just, oh, he's terrible, extremely charismatic, just the perfect, all the traits of a, of a psychopath, you yeah. know, and, I, Narcissist. and you can't tell. They're both very friendly, mm-hmm. charismatic. Everyone's friendly and charismatic. You don't get to be a general but without being able to win over a room of yeah. hundreds, thousands of people, right? They're yeah. very charismatic, extremely. Yeah. Um, but underneath, yeah, it's just so hard dealing with having to deal with people. Yeah. And lead do you think that, I mean, this is just speculation, of course. Thank you, Shelly. Do you think that he probably went through a lot of turmoil uh, before he actually became a whistleblower? I mean, he must have really contemplated yeah, all the, the the positives and negatives that you know could potentially happen. You know, it must it must have really nagged at him to do what he did. I mean, you know, right off the bat, people were saying, or or someone, uh, my producer Donna saw a post where someone said that morning when this first came out that oh he's just wanted to sell a book that's what someone yeah that was neil degrasse tyson says was it it him? yeah he also (laughs) said it in the in the toe interview oh my god he said and and i even think watch there's gonna be a book deal after this gonna be a book deal oh Um, god yeah i don't think that's it i don't think that's the case at all myself i don't i don't don't think think fame is the case because you know he's been very quiet we're not seeing him do the rounds anywhere he's being very quiet and I don't know, maybe he's under contract with News Nation or something. Or, you know, uh, you know, I know I know who would know that. You know, Bryce would know that, Bryce Abel. Um, but anyway, I'm going to continue reading here. At the at the time, due to my extensive exec, executive level intelligence support duties, I was cleared to literally all relevant departments and in a position of extreme trust in both my military and civilian capacities. If I hadn't said this already, this will... This letter will be in the show notes for anyone that wants to read them, read them, read it. I was informed in the course of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program to which I was denied access to those additional read-ons. I'm going to repeat that line. (laughs) This is an important line. 
I was informed in the course of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program to which I was denied access to those additional read-ons. Now, keep in mind, this guy is doing this under oath. This is not something anyone would say lightly. I made the decision based on the data I collected to report this information to my superiors and multiple inspectors general in, in the effect become a whistleblower. As you know, I have suffered retaliation for my decision, but I am hopeful that my actions will ultimately lead to a positive outcome of increased transparency. I think it's already making a difference. Thank you, and I'm happy to answer your questions. Here's his closing statement. In closing, it is with a heavy heart and a determined spirit that I stand under oath before you today, having made the decision based on the data I collected and reported to provide this information to the committee. I am driven in this duty by a conviction to expose what I viewed as a grave congressional oversight issue and a potential of abuse of executive branch authorities. This endeavor was not born out of malice or dissatisfaction, but from an unwavering commitment to truth and transparency, an endeavor rooted in our inherent duty to uphold the United States Constitution, protect the American people, and seek insights to this matter that have the potential to redefine our understanding of the world. We have one last page. I got to expand here. It's low tech, everyone. Low Are they tech. not? I thought it was um, Barchette and Anna Paulina co-chairing the hearing. Is that not correct? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The final page here is in an era uh, fraught with division and discord. Our exploration into the UAP subject seems to resonate with urgency and fascination that transcends political, social and geographical boundaries. I agree with all that. A democratic process must be adhered to when evaluating the data, and it is our collective responsibility to ensure that the public involvement is encouraged and respected. Indeed, the future of our civilization and our comprehension of humanity's place on Earth and in the cosmos depends on the success of this very process. <clears throat> it is my hope that the revelations we unearth through investigations of the non-human reverse engineering programs I have reported will act as an ontological earth-shattering shock, a catalyst for global reassessment of our priorities. As we move forward on this path, we might be posed to enable extraordinary technological progress in a future where our civilization surpasses the current state-of-the-art propulsion, material science, energy production, and storage. The knowledge we stand to gain should spur us towards more an enlightenment, enlightened and sustainable future, one where collective curiosity is ignited and the global cooperation becomes the norm rather than the exception. Thank you. That's pretty powerful. Pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, I guess we just saw that uh, apparently Burchett tweeted that he's not chairing the hearing anymore, any longer. We'll see. What? I don't know. That's what I uh, saw in the chat. So. All right. That's in the chat. Um, could you please, uh, whoever posted that, can you please uh, post the link to that? And I wonder what that is about. That is. Yeah. This is like breaking news. How could he not? Um, hang on just one second. Yeah, I called and Producer. he actually wasn't in. Producer. Can you please look at Tim Burchett not sharing? Oh, we have someone looking that up right now. My goodness, how about that? I wonder what yeah, that... Yeah, hopefully he's there. I called, he said he was flying in today, but I can't imagine... Well, you know, we, there were some weather issues. There was. It's a tweet. Yeah. All right, so this is, uh, I'm going to pull this up right now. Well, hopefully he's there at least. I mean, I guess, does it matter if he's leading it? Seems like it would help if he could ask the majority of the questions. Deep state threats. I mean, he, that from that interview with the or the conference that they did, uh, Moskowitz was saying that Representative Moskowitz was saying that everything was difficult. Setting up the room was difficult. Getting the witnesses oh, yes. approved I was difficult. They stonewalled the, at every level. Yeah. He said, "You know, it's yeah. just that bureau, the bureaucratic slowdown that 
it's just known for happening. You know, we should basically just just fire, I would say, most of the civilians that are over there. Honestly, I would just fire them. You can't fire civilians. It, it's impossible. If they show up, if they just show up every day, if, if they have a pulse and show up, you literally can't fire them. It's impossible. Well, if anyone in chat uh, can get to that, we're still trying to find it here on this side. Um, the possibility that he may not. You just sent it just now. It just, I, I, I guess I have to go into Twitter. So anyway. People sleeping in line? No way. Are you serious? Are, are you serious? People sleeping in line? Oh, man. He tweeted that he's out. He's out. That is amazing. Burchette doesn't help. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Okay, here we go. I was just informed that I will not be chairing the. He was informed that he will not be chairing. I was just informed, along with real Anna Paulina, that I will not be chairing the UAP briefing. Really? Wyatt is new chair. Wyatt. That doesn't even make any sense, does it? Holy crap. The night before, and I was told I would not be chairing the hearing. That, again, that's what I'm saying is. So he was told that. Controls. Of course, we could speculate anything. The deep state, all that. I said, we will be <laughs> conducting field hearings. What is a field hearing? Well, um, that's that's really kind of troubling. Garcia chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Was he forced out? That is the question. That is so dodgy. The day before, the night before. Yeah. I mean, and both of them. I can't believe it. Yeah. There's there's the tweet right there. What a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think we can say shit on this. Channel. Oh, really? Yeah, sorry no, about sure. that. It's all right. <laughs> Speaker yeah. of the House would make that decision. Yeah. Well, they there decide. it is. And um, boy, I wish we had direct access to him. Um, I was given by Andy over at that UFO podcast. I uh, gave me his uh, timber chats. Um, assistance email address. So I have his email address, but I mean, he, to, to get through to him is really impossible. So uh, we're inviting some questions to come in the chat. And don't forget tomorrow here at uh, right at four o'clock Eastern time, we're going to be doing a recap. And during that recap, there's going to be um, hopefully some video clips. I brought some equipment. Your, your stuff you brought today is not going to work for you to do a recording with. Um, no, I'll try and do a live stream. Now, so over at Chris's ch channel, The Lido Files, I'll put that in the show notes as well. Tomorrow, he's going to try to stream live from the event. I'm not sure how that's... Yeah, well, we'll I'll, on my channel, we'll definitely be um, streaming the... Oh, directly, you have that the video link. Event. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be streaming the link on my channel. So if you want to come watch with other people, uh, oh, and yeah. I think we'll, I'll be able to chat. Yeah. We'll be able to chat oh, yeah, from the hearing. Yeah, because I looked today and I looked at the, the rules and it just says you have to silence your phones. Oh, yeah. So I think if we can get in, if if okay. hopefully they're not met, they're just messing with We're us. We're sleeping there tonight. Get I, sleep are you back. really going to test our resolve? Like how how hardcore? We're going to break them. How hard? How early will, will, will can you guys trick Chris and Martin to getting there? Yeah, that's uh, what they're doing. We get yeah. there at 5 a.m.? They're going to try to get us there at 4. Before, yeah. Yeah, we might as well just go right there right now. But, you know, Burchett was complaining that the Intel community, he said, uh, blocked NASA. So blocked the NASA rep. I think yeah. I think that my guess is they had an aero rep that backed out. I don't know. Because they, they had a NASA rep. He said they had a NASA rep that yeah. backed out. And he said it was blocked by the Intel community. So here's uh, Carson also worried this hearing does not give America's enemy ideas of America's systems. No, that that's kind of silly, really. I they, love they, it. They're very careful. I mean, if he's thinking that, they're very careful with any of the that's videos. Much. They're just limited videos, and they don't show anything when it comes to our 
that would, you know, interrupt any type of systems or anything in a plane, right? You've seen all the videos. There's nothing that they have that would reveal anything. Well, Bert Shedd has said that there, there's there's several other videos um, mm -hmm. that he's seen that are more compelling and that we won't share. And, and David Grush said himself that there are many other videos yeah. that we could release yeah. and still protect the classified nature of the information. So like we, I, you, I you see so. targeting pad yeah. videos of bombs blowing stuff up. You know, if I you know remember yeah. it, whenever they wanna show so, uh, the might of the military, yeah. And this amazing stuff we've been doing is the they'll show and all that, things yeah. blowing up, you know, they'll show targets being blown up on the same systems that you're seeing these targeting pods on. You know, these are legacy systems. Remember, we haven't seen any fifth generation. We've seen no F-35s. We've seen no F-22 footage. And that's where your ASA radars come from. That's the advanced electronically scanned array radars. Mm. When the F-18s, when they started seeing on the East Coast, especially the gimbal objects, it was because... Ryan Graves squadron had just had a, an upgrade to their radars. So the point is all of your F-35s, they come out the door with those upgraded radars. There's no fit generator, American fighter. It's only a couple. They all have an ASA radar an advanced electronically scanned array radar. So that they should be seeing these, they should be seeing these contacts and getting higher definition data of them. And, you know, and I can understand, okay, we're not going to show you our F-35 videos. Okay. Cause that's very advanced. But we're not going to show you our video from F-18s, which were made in the in 1980. 1980, you know, that's when it was made. And and by the way, we've shown those videos, like I just said, countless times. You can search the internet. You will see when we want to show stuff blowing up, right? Because we do a great job. We're showing what uh, the taxpayer, what we're doing with the taxpayer funds. And then it's no problem. You know, then we can share those tapes. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, there was no problem. But now it's like, well, we better stop this. You know, there's a national security incident. We don't want them giving away information that I know nothing about. Actually, these, how do these guys even know that it's a that it's a factor? And like I said, we've already given away many other videos of these targeting pods. Mm -hmm. And by the way, that in the videos that did come out, the three videos, I are they didn't destroy our our systems knowledge and give our enemies extra advanced knowledge. You know it. I'm not worried about the enemies that are learning from these old legacy systems, okay? If we're if you're concerned about an enemy that is going to figure out what our F-16 and F-18 fighters can do, by the way, we've written about this for 40 years, okay? If you're concerned about that, giving that information away to our most advanced enemy, you don't have to be worried about that enemy. You do not have to be worried about that enemy because we have F-35s and F-22s, which can, a fifth generation can easily easily counteract all of your fourth generation fighters mm. so the whole this argument is is totally bunk this these are old yeah. legacy systems we've released this data before it's just total bs yeah now what do we know about here up on the screen here is uh thank you uh joshua uh for that so what do we know about robert garcia robert garcia are you he'll be leading the meeting no i have no idea anything about anything about him but uh yeah i'd be very interested to know why burchett was dropped and he uh you and know not I mean, just dropped he was informed yeah he was kicked off he said he was just on the, today he was on fox news saying yeah. he's very gung-ho about this he's going to be asking the tough questions tough questions wow they don't want to hear again i that's, mean it's just that's that's like a headline in itself uh, so we're opening this up also to anyone that wants to ask uh, questions or make a statement we may post up on the screen and uh, put in caps if you have a question, if you would. And thank you all for joining us. This is a lot of fun. We're going to be going on about another uh, 15 minutes or so thereabouts. So uh, interesting, everyone. Thank you for posting all this information. I found Garcia. Um, but I can't see, he has a terrible website. From Long Beach, <laughs> Long Beach, California. Long Beach from California, okay. Yeah. No, I haven't heard of him. Yeah. So yeah, not, not a, as you're saying here, not a Burchett decision. And, you know, was he too uh, rambunctious? Dedicated. Yeah, I mean, did they not? They can't control him. I, yeah. it, that's what he said the whole time is, this is about control, this is about power, this is about money. Yeah, well, and they can't control him. Yeah. They can't, and they can't bribe him, and they can't. 
you know, how can they, all they can do is try and suppress. They can try and suppress Timberjet, but they can't, they can't stop them. Yeah. Know? Well, I'm going to pull this up in a second, as soon as I can get this ad, ad done. Thank you, producer, for Man, I can't believe it. the good work over there. How can they take them off? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, that's good. I, well, they did have two Republicans there. Garcia's a Democrat. You know, I did think it was co-led by two Republicans, whereas if you want to make it fully bipartisan, it should be led and co-led. But he says also he was informed that uh, Luna's off. Yeah, yeah. So they're both off, which that is that is really bizarre. Well, here's uh, Robert Garcia. That's his. Uh, this is basically his Wikipedia page. And uh, so he'll be taking over as chairing that. Where <laughs> everyone's bummed, like we were so pumped before. Yeah. And now it's like, what? Yeah. They did stop him. Well, he's not chairing it, but I'm assuming he'll be there asking I questions. I hope he's there. You know, I mean, he's... can they say he can't be there asking no, questions? I no, wonder. They can't do that. I don't think, could they? An ethics complaint against him. Let's see. I have a source that it was an ethics complaint against him that pulled him off and against uh, Paulina. I, I want uh, against Luna. I wonder if it had to do with their Eglin Air Force Base, you know? Oh, but they caused a, a problem there. Uh, again, they can't control them. Yeah. They're after the truth. This is this is all all fascinating. So it's it happened live during the show. During the show. <laughs> so well, anyway, regardless of what people think about you know the politicians that are, uh, you know, I'm seeing a couple of things here uh, popping up. Regardless of what we think about them as politicians you have to admit um, when it comes to luna or burchett they're aggressively yeah looking to get answers about this and not for their own self-satisfaction i don't see that in any no any stretch of the imagination i see it as total um the fact only that they want to learn and they want it to be open they want transparency and we should know what it's about. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Rory. And the uh, question here, Chris and Martin, do you think that any additional info will come out of the hearing tomorrow that people will follow the UFO topic that haven't already heard? Well, I'll tell you this, and thank you for that question, and thank you for your donation. Um, I have seen that there is uh, a lot more people that are finally starting to hear about this. Uh, mm -hmm. And a couple of instances, um, you know, I had a friend that's, uh, in the antiques world, and he heard about this hearing, you know, tomorrow. Mm. So uh, it is getting out there. And when when we have something like this happen, um, this is this is really what what goes on. I mean, it it's it's like a snowball going downhill. It gets larger and larger. And I'm hoping this hearing tomorrow will be uh, because it's going to be extraordinary things talked about in this hearing that have yeah. never been talked about in another hearing. It's historic. Yeah. Christopher Mellon said, he said with Como that there will be new information released. There will be new information. Yeah. So he said, you know, it sounded like he said, uh, I believe he said that he knew about additional information that Grush was prepared to brief. Yeah. So we didn't see it in his initial opening statement. So hopefully, I guess they just have asked him the right questions. I don't know. Well, you know, he's got it. This is uh, the thumbnail for tomorrow's show at 4 p.m. But I mean, I, I'm calling it historic, and uh, I I thought I was the only one saying that. Now I'm seeing it everywhere. A lot yeah. of people are calling it historic because it is. I mean, this is really, really something, and that's why we're here. And you came all the way over from Portugal. Yes. So super jet lagged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this well, is kind of like in the middle of the night for you right now, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, or, midnight or tomorrow or something. midnight. Yeah. 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 Um, so it'll be much easier for you to sleep out in front of the capital than me. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can, yeah. I just still blown away. I can't believe they pulled them off. I, I mean, it's just some the 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 corruption and uh, just seems so obvious, you know, out in the open. I don't know. They're going to make up some BS reason. Yeah. Uh, but it's obviously because they can't control these people. 
And they, they, like they said, they want to know the truth and they want to release it to the American people. And I think that scares the hell out of the people up there who want, don't want their dirty laundry aired, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to well, think that much further about it. I, well, here's a question for you, Chris. The ISA, the International Space Association. Were you in there? No, I left. I left the USA. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's I, what they're trying yeah. to say. USA. I went overseas. Yeah. yeah. I, well, that's that's yeah. a personal. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to answer that. Yeah, yeah. So I I thought it was the ISA. I'm thinking you were involved in the ISA space travel. <laughs> I mean, I I would like to come back, but I, I I'd have to. I don't want to. It's not a country that I want to be a part of right now. Is mm -hmm. my point. You know, I, yeah. I, I'll affect it as best I can. I fought for it. I fought for the Constitution. I swore my life to the con to defend the Constitution uh, for 20 years, you know, 24 years, and obviously feel betrayed um, by many things. Um, yeah, so that's why I live outside the country. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I like I like it. Safe. It's very safe. There's no oh, weapon. Yeah. There's, There's no so guns many, where I live. So um, many people. I'm not worried about that. Is a people getting my kids getting shot? It, uh, yeah. I, they have uh, Portugal's actually number nine in press freedoms. I find like when I see a police officer, I don't have this like jump in my heart where yeah. I'm scared, you know, like they could do anything they want to ruin my life at any moment, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah I just don't, don't get that there. So I've heard it's a wonderful place to live by other people. They have issues obviously. Um, but yeah, you know, Oh yeah. No places, no place. I would love to see the, uh, I would love to want to move back to the U S and I, I've said this in the past where the Roman empire fell. Uh, it's very similar to the American empire. The Roman Empire fell when people stopped wanting to become Roman, mm -hmm. um, because when they stopped wanting to sign up, and and I see that happening in the U.S. now, um, is people don't want to don't want to become American if the American dream is not interesting or wanted by uh, people outside of, of of America, then it's gonna it's gonna lose a huge uh, driver of fuel growth, you know everything. So. That, well, yeah. that history repeats itself. It, it really does. does, and you yeah. know, if we don't learn from it. We repeat it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we always think we could never fall. <laughs> no, we we can. We can certainly. This country can certainly fall. It's uh, uh, just like, uh, you know, people who are wealthy can lose everything. It's the same type of situation. It can happen. Yeah. I, I think the more enlightening thing is um, the, the wealth is not what brings brings you content and joy. Um, and it's not going to bring you a, a, a positive, healthy society. You know, I've been in other, I've been in many countries, I've lived overseas. And, and maybe that's the problem. Once you live outside of your country for, for a long enough time, it's, it's very easy, you see immediately uh, any sort of issues, which every country does have, but it's, it's hard to see your from your own country, you know, it's hard to see your, your family you know, uh, doing things you don't think they should, you know, you think yeah. they should live up to a certain level yeah. and it pains you where everyone's like, your, your parents are so nice, you know, but yeah. you're like, I love my parents. Like they're, they're yeah. great. Yeah. But if they don't they're live up to a certain level, they, they're not watching. Yeah. yeah. If you live, if they don't live up to a certain level, then it's, it's very difficult uh, to go back. But I, I would, that's why I'm here. Um, because it pains me. Uh, and, and I think it, it certainly can be done. America's the richest, most powerful country. And we could you we could be the richest and most powerful in uh, in in confidence, uh, security, morality, ethics, integrity. Oh, we can do all those things, but the problem is our goals are not oriented that. Our goals are oriented, to, uh, unfortunately, towards profit. Profit. It's yeah. all there's too much money in all the yeah. systems. Yep, that's and like, like you see, I, you know, I could talk. If it was a political show, I could talk about what I think about the lobby system. And the election, you know, uh, what am I trying to think of that whole? But I think system. this is a key, right? If we can get to, I think this has got to be. I mean, they're, they're talking about JFK. Really, why did JF? Why was he killed? And I keep harping on the UAP, but it's related to the military-industrial complex, and they still haven't released all the information. That right. They know. Ultimately, I believe they have much better information on on really why JFK was killed. And they passed the Records Act. It was supposed to come out in 2017. And now, seven years later, we still don't have all the records from the JFK. And they're basing the UAP Disclosure Act. The UAP Disclosure Act is based on the JFK Records Disclosure right. Act, which was not successful. Yeah. Uh, we learned something. But again, so I think transparency is a huge thing. And this is really the, the core secret right now of the U.S. What are they hiding that's, that's so bad 
And I, I, I suspect it's so bad and they've done such terrible things that they're just scared to release. It's all fear-based. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so if you just joined us, uh, we do know that Tim Burchett was removed. Thank you for uh, doing that anyway. Anyway, so thank you, uh, Android Paranormal, for your donation. And the question is, I believe the Congress rule, anyone with open ethics complaint is not allowed to chair a hearing. So this is this has intel agencies a last minute move to yep. water, water this down. Please chant and protest tomorrow. We will. All right. You're in charge of the protests. Yes. Yeah. I normally have a drum, a bongo drum. It's yeah, quite effective. Yeah, you that. Yeah. Yeah, it's too big to carry yeah. across the ocean. Man. Get that through customs. Yeah. 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 So we have uh, we have three minutes left. So don't forget to, to show up here tomorrow at four o'clock and go over to Chris's channel tomorrow. He's going to be live streaming. That starts at 10 a.m. And we're going to be right at the door early tomorrow morning to try to get in there. Yeah. I would like to witness these things. My producer and I and Chris all want to squeeze in there. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get right in there. But we're going to be there early. And if you want to catch up with us after the show, I don't know if you have any way you've been talking to your fans about catching up with you. Where? And oh, we're meeting. Or, uh, oh, you are? Yeah, at Rayburn early. Oh, you 7, are? 7 a.m., yeah. Oh, my God. That's yeah. awesome. And so I hope yeah. to be live streaming from actually the line. I want to get oh, that. That'd some, be perfect. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. do hopefully some chanting. Yeah, we'll make up something. Up so up. look in the show notes. I'm going to have uh, Chris's channel, his channel, right in there. So you pay attention to that tomorrow. And yeah. at four o'clock, we hope to see you back over here. We're going to have a recap. There should be some. If all goes well. I'll have some uh, interviews with people. I'm trying to hook up with uh, Leslie Kane and a few other people and get their take on what happens uh, tomorrow. So uh, we are at the end of our show. So please don't forget to show up tomorrow. So uh, Mary Grace, I don't, we don't know what happened. Uh, we really don't know what happened. We're going to try to find that out. Uh, Mary Grace is a longtime listener and always has great questions. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if what we can find out tomorrow about that. And thank you all very much. And make sure, again, make sure you head over to Chris's channel, Lido Files. I'm going to put that in the show notes, as I've been saying, and we'll see you tomorrow yeah. here. And remember to keep your eyes to the sky. Yeah.